0: It's November 18th, 1307, and another remarkable event is about to be uncovered by Aria, Rebecca, and Ollie. The Retrospectors.
1: The tale of how William Tell shot an apple off his son's head seems like a quaint example of daring and how mad medieval people were, but it's actually rooted in a far darker story that actually explains the roots of Switzerland, or maybe not.
0: This is one of those weird stories that I was so surprised had an actual date associated with it, because it feels like William Tell is one of those Mulan, Robin Hood kind of characters who you're like, wait, did he exist or did he not exist? So to have such a fixed date when he did the thing that we all know him for and shot the apple off his son's head...
2: Seems oh, peculiar. didn't write the Overture. Sorry, I thought that was <laughs> <thing he> did. <laughs> that came later. <laughs> yeah, I think that confusion about whether he's real or not partly has um, come about thanks to the William Tell TV series in the 1950s, mm-hmm. um, which did use the William Tell overture with insane lyrics over the top um, (laughs) as its theme. So it went, come away, come away with William Tell, come away to the land he loved so well. What a day, what a day when the apple fell for tell and Switzerland goes on. Um, Oh, that's great. (laughs) I I think what happened in the public imagination is all of those swashbuckling 1950s TV shows got conflated because they often had even the same cast. So Conrad Phillips, who played William Tell on TV in the 50s, had also been in The Scarlet Pimpernel, The Count of Monte Cristo, The Adventures of Robin Hood, and The Buccaneers, some fictional, some not. Mm. So you can understand why the public would be like, hold on, William Tell, did that actually happen or not? And the only real written account we have, from even remotely close to the time to say that the story we're about to describe happened, is Chronicon Helveticum by Aegidius Tudy. Uh, But that written account was... 200 years after the event roughly and then wasn't published for a further 200 years after that so you can understand why it's got mashed up with folklore a bit
1: and i don't want to be a spoil sport but shuddy was one of those medieval historians who was very well known for embellishing his tales (laughs) and maybe adding in extra things like sorry to upset you arian dates to make them seem a bit more (laughs) convincing (laughs) and so the story of william tell that we know now is mostly the one that shuddy told he added a lot of the details that are in the you know the modern day version of events which are now i didn't know any of this before i thought that he had shot the arrow off his son's head in some kind of like weird feat of daring do
2: and i was picturing a forest by the way again probably Mm. robin hood's fault
1: Yes, Yes. Robin Hood, people shooting arrows in forests, splitting things.
2: Son lined up against a tree is what I had in my head, with an apple on his head.
1: It turns out that the shot that he fired at the apple on his son's head is not even the most significant shot in the story. So the legend goes that the area of Switzerland where William Tell lived, which is Altdorf which is a real place. That bit is definitely real. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can still go and visit <laughs> there now. As you can imagine, it's very bedecked with, with William Tell memorabilia. So it was being ruled by the Habsburg Empire and the local Austrian bailiff was this guy supposedly named Albert Gessler. He is said to have ordered the townspeople to bow down to a pole he'd put up in the market square with his hat on top. And William Tell is said to have refused this order. And so Gessler gave him the choice of being executed or the famous apple splitting trick.
2: So, a few things about that. Was Gessler standing there watching to see which of the public refused to bow to his hat (laughs) on a pole? Because if he was, why didn't he just sit in the middle of the market square on a throne in the first place and people could bow at him, which in itself wouldn't be that weird to do. I mean, I know it's hard to put your head in, the, in the, the mind of an evil tyrant, but it wouldn't be that weird to do that, would it? Because you are the overlord. What's weird is to put your hat on a pole and then watch to see whether people bow to it. And if he wasn't there, how did he know that William Tell didn't do it?
0: Wasn't wasn't that just reported to him and he had him brought before him and at that stage he then challenges him. Yeah,
1: like Alan Rickman in Robin Hood. Yeah. That kind of a thing.
0: Bring me Tell,
2: bring me his son, bring me an apple. I'll explain more later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the point was that Tell was an amazing archer, right? And everyone in Altdorf knew Tell was an incredible archer. Yeah, yeah. And so this was an appropriate challenge was like, oh well if you're so great then. He was trying to, like, Gessler was trying to look almost charitable to this person who snubbed I him I mean, these are all, everybody.
1: these are all shooty, added details. Fine. You know I mean? I'm just
2: saying how the story goes. <laughs> like, if you're such a great archer, prove it. Don't kill your own son in the face. <laughs> Which, by the way, I think is, like, the thing that makes this story stick. Oh, yeah, it's so good. People get distracted by the apple, but <laughs> the core of the story, if you forgive the pun... It's a child isn't it Like yes. as a, as, I never thought this as a kid hearing this story But as a parent now Oh yes it's horrifying You know even if I was an amazing archer Like what's the thing I'm really good at
1: uh, <laughs> Oh no Podcasting
2: um, uh, Eating a piece of toast for instance <laughs> If I knew that my son's life Depended on me eating this piece of toast perfectly I'd, There'd be crumbs all over the place You know It would be like, the hardest thing in the world <laughs> That's the crux of the story, isn't it?
1: <laughs> And so Tell absolutely nailed the brief of shooting this apple on his son's head without killing him. And then when as everyone was standing around presumably applauding him, Gessler asked why he had two arrows. And Tell turned around and told him that if he had accidentally killed his son, he would have used the other one to kill Gessler. And so Gessler was infuriated by this saucy response. He ordered him to be imprisoned in a dungeon. And while he was being rowed across the lake to the dungeon... The boat he was on was struck by a storm and he managed to escape. And so the legend goes that he then ambushed Gessler and shot him, which sparked a popular Swiss uprising against their Austrian overlords
2: very succinctly said Rebecca although the third verse of the ITV drama did do it better hurry on hurry on there's a dungeon cell hurry on <laughs> hurry on there's a noose as well but we'll escape from the jaws of hell for tell and Switzerland Ooh,
1: it feels a little bit spicy for kids doesn't it there's a <laughs> yeah, lot of the nooses
2: and
0: hell, hell
2: and the noose is a bit vicious. other things
0: rhyme with tell you guys <laughs> <laughs> they're like yeah but
1: we used all of those in the first two verses yeah. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But the fascinating thing as well is how that story then ties into this foundation myth of Switzerland. And I think one of the other things about how we are all so confused, well, maybe it's just me, about whether this is a real or fictional story is that they've marked out some of these locations in like, in the real world. So here's the place, a Swiss parent might tell their child where the apple was split, and here is the place. You know, you can actually go to the spot where he disembarked the boat and rode off into the forest to later ambush Gessler. So I think that all of that, you know, contributes to, and it is just myth that's layered over the story of how Switzerland came to be, and particularly the Swiss resistance of the Habsburgs. And at the time, the Swiss were these sort of mountain people who shouldn't, by rights, have been able to overcome the military might of the Habsburg army and so for them to have been able to do this you can see how romantically associating this story mm. that some people have said is actually uh, of danish origin originally that you can put it all together and come up with a really good uh, version of something that was already pretty impressive but gets you know better with this romantic apple story
2: well some stuff did happen didn't it rebecca there was a Gesler family of nobility in the 13th century and then they they're, they're... There was a country called Switzerland that came out of this. Period. <laughs> and I mean those right. are
1: basically the only facts that we can <laughs> yeah. confirm.
2: I mean, and Harry, Ari- yeah. you said, you Little know,
1: poles. you you say some people say it's originally a Danish tale. It, it, it there is a 12th century Danish text about the folk hero Palnatoki who does yes. this exact same trick including the detail of him having a second arrow ready to shoot his royal tormentor. Right. Did you know that there is a Wikipedia page called "Shooting an Apple off One's Child's Head"?
0: <laughs> what happens on it? Did not- well, it's well, just yeah. a list I think of I can all. Great this- <laughs> <very> lively community.
1: <laughs> no, no, they're not encouraging it. It's not an endorsement of the practice. It's just a list of all of the examples. I mean, there are so many that predate. Tell so you've got the Danish right. one, but you've also got this like um, an Icelandic one as well. You know, they, they, it's just been done a lot of times. The draftman wasn't invented by William Tell, <laughs> but he may have existed. That's the best we can say.
2: <laughs> He's just—that's re- just like the most lukewarm response to an incredible story of daring do, though, isn't it? Imagine if you actually saw someone shoot an apple off their child's head with an arrow, and then you said, ah, it's just." it's been done <laughs> yeah.
1: well, it's actually been done sorry
2: it's, actually, it's been done many times in history actually it actually features in
1: UK folklore as well the Northumbrian ballad Adam Bell
2: now what kind of apple was it was it a cox
1: they I mean they don't was it a pippin they don't mention the
2: apple very important to British culture that we know <laughs>
1: there's an improvement on the story as well the story of Henning Wolf, which is a, another Danish one in uh, this one mm. not only is he shooting the apple off his son's head but between the archer and the boy there was a wolf
0: Oh, come on. (laughs) That's gilding the lily. (laughs) Tomorrow. They had, like, peculiar events like firemen putting out a blaze, ballooning, or obstacle (laughs) swimming races. Love the show? Support the show. Patreon.com slash Retrospectors. Part of the ACAST Creator Network.